Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bandek Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Before we get to today's podcast, we'd love to begin with a little bit of housekeeping, so please be patient or fast forward about a minute. Uh, We love the comments and questions that people are sharing with us by email. Thank you so much for sending those in. It's lovely to hear this feedback, uh, comments, questions, suggestions, all of that good stuff is so valuable. And thank you also so much for offering us reviews on iTunes if you're finding this podcast helpful, or if you have any comments that you'd like to share publicly, it really gives us great feedback for improving the content and the podcast for you and also making it more accessible for a wider audience. If it's valuable to you, perhaps it might be valuable to somebody else. So if you don't mind, if you haven't already left us a review on iTunes, we love getting those notes. And if you have any questions or any topics you'd like to hear covered, please feel free to send us a note. We always exit with our email, but let's start with it today. It's hello at bondec.org, H-E-L-L-O at B as in boy, A-A-N-D as in dog, E-K.org. Thank you so much. So now that we're finished with that, today we're talking about defining success. And one of the things that's rather notable about Montessori is the lack of tests. We don't give grades, we don't give tests, and this can be a little bit jarring when your experience of education is evaluation-based. And so it's not that we don't evaluate how a child's doing. We're constantly evaluating, but we do that through observation and through noticing where a child still needs a bit more time or perhaps a representation and where they've mastered something. But how do we define success? Is success an A on a paper? Well, not in a Montessori classroom if we're not giving tests. And so How, in a Montessori classroom, do we define success? And here's where that magic word comes in, that mastery. What we're looking for is a certain level of mastery. The beauty of defining success in this manner is that success can be applied to anything. You can be successful at tying bows. You can be successful at independence with toileting. You can be successful at assisting a classmate. You can be successful at using a grace and courtesy lesson that's been presented to you. You can be successful with anything. It's not just applied to academia. It's applied to that interpersonal relationship, that interpersonal growth that we're working on. It can be applied to internal skills. And we can apply success to anything. How do we measure this? Well, through observation. Observation is the key in Montessori. It's how we know what a child needs and what we need to do about it. Sometimes, like we've mentioned previously, what a child needs is space and time. What a child needs is for me to sit on my hands and to bite my tongue. But sometimes a child needs a little bit more assistance. And so observation will tell us if they need more time with this or if they're ready to move on or if they need more time but they also need a bit more information. So we're looking for a certain level of mastery. 
And this is different from perfection. Perfection is, I always do something exactly right, and there's no room for improvement, which there's not really space for that in life. There's always more to learn. There's always a way I could do it just a little bit more beautifully, just with a little bit more care. There's always repetition in Montessori. And in life, as adults, as children, we're all learning and we always have space to grow. So we're not looking for perfection. We're not looking for mastering hand washing, meaning you never spill a drop. There might be drops spilled, but do I know how to clean them up? Do I notice them? So when we're looking for a certain level of mastery, we're looking for knowing which mistakes I made and perhaps how to fix them. Maybe I can't fix it on my own, but we're moving in that direction. After all, mistakes are where our deepest learning happens. Mistakes are good. Mistakes are highlighted pieces for next time where we'll pay closer attention next time, where we put more energy next time. And they're a natural part of the learning process. If I show a material to a child and they master it right away, it means I waited too long to give the child that material. We want there to be a little bit of discomfort when it starts If a child can master something the first time they've been shown that material, for instance, bead stringing. If I take a child to the shelf, say, let's take this out together, and we go to the table and immediately they can string beads, then we're ready for what comes next. I probably waited too long to give a child that material. That's a material for hand-eye coordination, for both hands working together uh, in cooperation to achieve a task. And so there's something to be learned here. If a child has already mastered this, then we need to be moving on and I need to pay more attention and do more careful observation to give them a material that is appropriately challenging. Depending on the child, that might be a big challenge or that might be just a little outside of their comfort zone where I know they're very capable, but they don't yet know that they're capable. And that also relies on careful observation. So what I show, when I show it, and how long I'm going to spend giving that presentation to a child is all based on observation. That mastery, noticing that I spilled a little bit of water when I was carrying the bucket from hand washing to the sink and remembering to go back and get a spill cloth or noticing this is a spill beyond my capacities. I need some help. That's also a level of mastery to notice that, oh, I need more help than I'm able to give myself in this moment. Those are all moving toward mastery. Those are all signs of success. Those are all signs that we can move on to what comes next. If we were waiting until something was absolutely perfect, even as adults, we could wait forever. Sometimes there are things beyond our control. Sometimes there are areas we're always going to struggle with something. It might never achieve a perfection that either internally or externally is going to qualify as absolutely perfect. But am I noticing where I'm making mistakes? Am I able to fix those mistakes? There's a maxim in surgery of 
see one, do one, and teach one. And really, this is true for animals. This is how animals learn everything. This is how lions teach their cubs to hunt. You watch, you participate, and then you grow up and you show somebody else. And as animals, this is how we learn as well. And certainly in the Montessori classroom, this is how we learn. We watch, we observe, we participate in the learning. And then when a certain level of mastery is achieved, when I have some skills under my belt and confidence with using this material, I'm able to assist someone else. This is that level of mastery that we're looking for that defines success in a Montessori classroom. The implication, of course, is that we are never done. Ask any artist, ask any musician, ask any expert at the height of their field if they're ever going to be done learning, if anything ever goes perfectly. In fact, probably the more experience, the more time we spend studying a subject, the more we will say there is so much more to learn. The highest expert at their field probably would say, they have the most still to learn. Even overtly in the Montessori classroom, we're never done with a material. A practical life or sensorial material might be used again when a child begins with literacy and starts to label or read labels and then later uses that material for a grammar work, a small brush under a tall shelf using prepositions and adjectives, we're always going to repeat materials. We define success as a certain level of mastery. Do you have enough skills to feel confident to offer some help to somebody else working on this material, or perhaps even to show this material to somebody else? We've seen on more than one occasion when a child might be having a challenging time finishing a material, but if they're able to show this material to somebody else, suddenly a new level is reached in terms of mastery. Even though we don't get an A, we don't have a test at the end of a unit, we're always learning, we have very definite ways to evaluate success. And these are always leading to the general success of the child. And in this way, everything you do, you're going to get an A on because we're not moving forward until you have mastered this. It's only on your own timeline as the child because when we move forward based on your success, on your level of mastery, all the information you've learned all the skills and abilities you've developed, you own. And they are now usable and they're yours forever. We're not moving forward on an arbitrary timeline. We're only moving forward on your timeline. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and Bondek. And please continue to email us with comments, questions, and suggestions at hello at bondek.org. Until next time.